Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Good morning, good morning, everyone, and happy Saturday to you all. Welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe. I'm your host, Twyla Reed, also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. I am the author of Broken Wings, which is the true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son, my friends, that is my son and I. And this book is about our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hope and healing of how we use prayer and how we use perseverance to overcome the hardships we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and other brain injury prevention insights. We educate and empower and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to have the life they desire after dealing with the devastation of a brain injury by providing real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. I'm also the author of What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? How many of you out there know that, that caregiving is a very overwhelming role that only a select few can truly, truly carry? And oftentimes um, caregivers are are placed into that role involuntarily, right? No one volunteers to be a caregiver. Uh, oftentimes it's because of, of some type of misfortune or mishap that occurred in your life. And so as a caregiver myself for almost 18 years now, God laid it upon my heart to put a, a, a resource out there, if you will, a guideline that one can use to let them know and understand that they are not alone in the role of a caregiver. Uh, after reading this book, you will walk away being reassured, knowing that you too can survive uh, and, and, and walk into your calling, which I truly believe it is a calling to be a caregiver. Everyone cannot do that, and I know that you've heard me say this many times before. I truly believe that God just placed something down on the inside of caregivers. Also, like to uh, introduce to you all my book, Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, which is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. I've experienced um, that um, oftentimes after surviving a tragedy, that life can become chaotic, it can become hectic and very overwhelming. You may feel like your life is over and that you're not going to make it. These challenges can become so overwhelming that they can push you, literally push you into isolation. But this is the time, my friend. It's the time that you cannot give up, and it is the time that you cannot give in. 
It's time to understand the power of your words because it is through your words where you will find the strength and the will to turn your situations around. And uh, I think that's very important. I think it really ties in uh, with our um, um, our guest um, that's here on today, talking about how powerful it is to uh, ensure that you're talking the right things, that you're saying the right things, and not just talking and saying it, but that you're walking those things out as well. So, again, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Saturday morning. I'm looking out the window here in Savannah, Georgia, and there's an overcast, but I tell you what, guys, the first blessing of the day was opening up our eyes to see this beautiful day that God has graced us to see. So, again, welcome to our show. Here we highlight survivors of traumatic events who made it out victorious, and now they are here, right here on our show, to share their testimony of hope and healing with the world, to offer encouragement and inspiration as they travel on their way. For today's episode or any of our episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Cafe. If you're someone and you're out there and you are a survivor of a traumatic event, if you have a, a story that you would like to share, or if you would just like a free 20-minute consultation, I invite you guys to please, sir, please, ma'am, contact me. You can contact me by phone at 912-335-3799 or by email at info at We want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors this morning. Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insight. So if you are a survivor of a traumatic event or traumatic brain injury or stroke uh, or any type of acquired brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or you can call 912-3799. We also like to invite you all and ask you guys for your support. The end of the year is fast approaching, and this is a time that we are asking for donations as well. We uh, try to go out and we sponsor a brain injury child for Christmas. And so we're asking that you all can help us uh, be able to be a blessing for some traumatic brain injury survivor uh, somewhere in the world. So uh, also, we want to give a quick shout-out to Sister Sense for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion. Please contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nishari Davenport, 205-514-0866, for your custom-made personalized gift baskets and candles. Last but certainly not least, if you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Flares is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. 
And if you have a business or an event that you would like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at Twilight for more details. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood on today, this Saturday morning. How many of you have gotten up and got your kids up and they're snuggled in under their favorite blanket? They're watching their favorite cartoons. Uh, I even think as an adult, and, and I'm guilty of this, and, I, you know, I'm not ashamed to say this. still have my favorite cartoons that I sit down and, and I grab my cup of coffee or my cup of hot tea, and I kind of, you know, glance through the TV guide, and, and I may stop for a few moments and take a look at some of those. So what are your kids doing this morning? Are they snuggled under their favorite blankets? Have they eaten their cereal or eaten their breakfast? How about this? Do your children know and understand the importance of being all that they can be in order to achieve one of the highest honors that they can when coming out of high school? What are you doing as a parent to ensure that your your child adopts the valedictorian mindset? Today, you're going to hear from a young man who shares why you should ensure that your child knows and understands what it takes to reach this prestigious honor. But first, I want to do a quick uh, scripture reading uh, today. I was thinking about this uh, today, and I was like, Lord, you know, our show today, uh, we have an author who, who really has a heart and a passion for children. And so the Holy Spirit led me to um, the scripture, uh, John chapter 10, verses 27 through 30. John chapter 10, verses 27 through 30, and I'm going to be reading from the Message Bible. And it reads, Jesus answered, I told you, but you don't believe. Everything I have done has been authorized by my Father. Actions that speak louder than words. You don't believe because you're not my sheep. My sheep recognize my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them real and eternal life. They are protected from the destroyer for good. No one can steal them from out of my hand. The Father who put them under my care is so much greater than the destroyer and the thief. No one could ever get them away from him. I and the Father are one heart and one mind. So just for a brief moment, I want to talk about knowing and loving, knowing and loving. Jesus loves me, this I know, is a message of one of Christian music's most enduring songs, especially for children. How many of you learned that song as a child? I remember Growing up and, 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 you know, just as a child going to Sunday school, that was one of the very first songs that I was taught. This song was written by Anna B. Warner in the, eight, in the 1800s, and this lyric tenderly affirms our relationship with him, that we are loved. Now, a couple of weeks ago, my husband and I, we were out and we were shopping, and I saw a plaque. And those words were flipped, and it said, Jesus knows me, this I love. And I was like, oh, my God, I tell you, those words just jumped out at me because this provided a different perspective on our relationship with him. We are known. 
In ancient Israel, loving and knowing the sheep distinguished the true shepherd from a hired hand. The shepherd spent so much time with the sheep that he developed an abiding care for and a deep knowledge of, the, of his lamb. Little wonder then that Jesus tells his own, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. He knows us and he loves us. We can trust Jesus' purpose for us and rest in the promise of his care because his father knows what we need before we can even ask him. So as you deal with the ups and downs of life today, be at rest. You are known and loved by the shepherd of your heart. So dear Lord, we just thank you for how you tenderly love and care for us. Help us to trust you in all areas of our lives. Then the wonder of it all is to think and truly know that Jesus loves us. Amen. Amen. So uh, before we bring our guests on, we're going to take a quick break right here. But I want you all to relax. If you haven't gotten your bowl of cereal, grab your bowl of cereal. Grab your cup of coffee or your cup of tea and prepare to be blessed by this anointed man of God that we have here on today. So we ask you guys to just sit tight because we will be right back. Savior, I come, quiet my soul, remember, redemption's hill, where your blood was
to the cross by Hillsong. I tell you, one of my favorite worship songs, and I love that because it actually gives us the direction and the call to action to lead us to the cross. And as parents, it is our responsibility to lead our children and make sure that they are exposed to, uh, you know, the things in life that can help enhance them when they become adults. So welcome back to the Conference Cafe. Again, I'm your host, Twyla Reed, and today, as I stated, we have a treat for you today. We have an amazing guest today, Mr. Guy Lodge. He's a devoted father who homeschools his daughters. He found out what a valedictorian was at his graduation rehearsal when the principal said, let me introduce you all to your valedictorian and your salutatorian. And for some reason that bothered him so much that he never forgot about it. He remembered feeling really slighted, and he wanted to make sure that his children knew from day one all about this lofty goal. That experience made him recognize the importance of being made aware of this honor as early as possible. He often says, you can't strive for something if you don't know that it exists. Therefore, he was moved to create this book to ensure that not only will readers strive to be a valedictorian, but more importantly, they will adopt the valedictorian frame of mind. And that simply means always trying their very best at everything that they do. There can only be one valedictorian. But if students are striving for academic excellence, they will most certainly at least be good students. Additionally, witnessing the tremendous benefits that his daughter's experience from early literacy gave him a strong desire to share that information with other parents, and that led to him launching the literary organization, the literacy organization, I'm sorry, Learn to Read, Read to Learn, LLC, a strategic effort to positively affect the development of as many children as possible. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you guys Mr. Author Guy Lodge. Welcome, Mr. Lodge. How happy, very happy to have you on the show this morning. How are you today? I am doing well, Twyla. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I tell you, um, it was an honor. I met Guy at the Congressional Black Caucus in D.C. earlier this year. And I tell you, I was so in awe, guys, just to witness and watch you work that room. And it, and it gave me motivation and, and, and inspired me to, you know, honestly, and I'm going to tell you this, because I never, ever thought about writing a children's book. But then in the field that I operate in, uh, with survivors of traumatic event, and you know, especially with traumatic brain injury, watching you and witnessing how you made an impact on the parents and the people that stopped by your table really inspired me to hopefully in 2019 uh, write and publish a, book, a children's book to help children and help parents be able to uh, um, uh, explain to children um, about you know just other disabled kids and the things that they see in school. So I just, you didn't know that, but I wanted to let I you know didn't. that. I, I, thank you for that. I, I love I love that idea. I wholeheartedly love that. I love that. Yes. You know, just empowering kids wow. 
a lot of things they need to know about. You know, that's that's exactly. that's what this is all about. Just empowering them as early as possible. Yes. Absolutely. You know, I I totally agree with you. Um, my mother um, is a retired school teacher, so we were introduced at a very young age the importance of of education and what it meant. And uh, you know, because once you're young, well, once you're older, and you get exposed to so many other things in the world, community and life, friends, enemies, you know, you're you're impacted by that. And so I agree with what you said about being uh, exposing your children to these things at an early age so that when they grow up, it's, you know what, it's almost like, you know what the Bible says, teach your children the ways of the Lord and when they're old it won't depart from you. It, it, it's not saying that, that they won't stray, but the thing that you instilled in them, in, in them about God and his miraculous healing power and his wonders and all his might, it's down on the inside so they know because you instill that. So this is the same thing. It's pretty much the same thing with the education. Do you agree? I agree. I, I would. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Wow. Well, we're going to go ahead and get started with our interview. We have our listeners on, and they are waiting to hear from you. So how about this? I want you to share with them when you first start writing and really what inspired you to do so. Well, you know what? Before you do that, I want you to do this for me. I read your Bible, okay. and, you know, and I did all that, but I want you to just say, say hi to the listeners and just introduce God in your own special way. Tell them about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So, again, I was, I learned about what the valedictorian was so late. And as you said in the bio, I was, I felt slighted by that. Wow. Um, I now homeschool my girls and wanted to make sure that they knew they, from day one, what that is. Not to say that you have to be the valedictorian, but you should definitely know what that is. You should know the steps to get to that. And you should be aspiring to be that. You know, so I absolutely, I wrote this book, um, and I honestly feel like the biggest benefit of the of the entire book was my girls witnessing the entire process, right? Yes. You know, this book actually started as a composition sketchbook, you know, so every page wow. of this book, I sketched out what, you know, what picture I wanted, the words that I wanted to go with that page. They, you know, they saw me, they saw me going through that entire process. They saw me wow. self-publish the book. They saw the book show up at the doorstep on a pallet. They saw, you know, they wow. got to see themselves. <laughs> you know, I, I yes. took it a step further. You know, everybody wants, you know, representation absolutely matters, and everybody wants their kids to be represented. I just took that a step further, and I actually put them in the book. You know, so like speaking speaking something into existence. You know, uh, I, I feel like that allowed them to to see that and to understand that they are creators, right? So I, I have Amen. a 10-year-old, a 9-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 4-year-old. I got a 4-year-old who <laughs> talks about <laughs> creating business plans, you know? You know, they're, they're, they're writing songs. They're writing songs. They're, 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 they're writing they're stories. They're, you know, they, 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 they got the creative bug, right? When they saw what, what yeah. I did, they were able to start seeing themselves as creators. 
which I feel is the, the biggest benefit to the entire process, you know? So you know, I totally agree with you on that, and I love how you said you said something that's key here. You said they witnessed the process. They witnessed the process. And when, when you go back to the scripture I read about the sheep knowing their master's voice, see, when you recognize something, that means you've had an encounter with them. You've encountered them somewhere before. Okay, you acknowledge that they exist. You acknowledge their existence. So witnessing the process of of you writing this book, sketching it out, self-publishing, doing doing the steps, and and watching the fruit of your labor being a pallet of books arriving at your door. Okay, listen closely. Witnessing the process of that. Birth something in them, like you said. Now they have a creative bug, right? So you know what, guys? I would not be surprised if, when they write their books—not if, but when they write their books—they too will illustrate that moment in the book. Them standing at the door with their father, opening the door, and a pallet of books sitting at the door. Now, years from now, when this happens, whenever it happens. Guy, you better call me. You better message me and you know email it. me. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. And you better say, Father, guess what is in yep. this book? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I tell you, I can just see that happening, and I and it's an awesome vision because that you you know that's a proud moment for you as well, and not proud Absolutely. in the sense of of, of being uh, uh, puffed up. But just being proud to know that wow, that what I did not only touched the lives of people through you know throughout the world, but just in my own household here with my own children. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. I mean, four well, years old talking about yeah. uh, look look at my business plan. You know, <laughs> I'm like man, that that really touched me. I just I was just elated, you yeah. know, to know that. You know, the things that I'm doing right now has affected them in that way, you know? Amen. Amen. And I stand with you. I stand with you. And just go ahead and speaking that thing out, that you know that that it will be the best business plan ever. It it, it will bring forth revenue. It will touch lives. It will change change the hearts and minds of people out there, you know, whatever God places in your children to do, because everybody has their own gift. God has already placed the skill set inside of them to do what they need to do, to be creative, to touch the world, to change lives, and, you know. And so whatever it is that they do, we're just going to go ahead and believe God for it and speak it into existence that they will not just be uh, uh, ordinary but extraordinary game changers as they, you know, travel throughout their life. I believe it. Yes, I, I, I yes, really ma'am. believe that. I do. Well, God, I want agree. you to. Let's go back a little bit. Let's talk about okay. when you first started writing and what inspired you to do so. So, again, like, there were a couple of things that led me to this call. And, again, you know, that, that experience when I was yes. uh, at graduation rehearsal um, and finding out. But, uh, it, you know, like, that sat dormant in me for a long time, you know. I, I remember the vividly. Yeah. It was in my heart. It was in the back of my brain. But I didn't really think about it again until until I had my own children and, and I'm and I'm 
you know, raising them and I'm homeschooling them. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and it was at that moment that it hit me, you know. So I didn't start writing until literally, you know, two, three years ago, you know. Wow. Um, so, so I, I definitely had the writing bug. I've always been a good writer. Yes. Like, you know, yes. um, so, so you know, that too, I've, I've over the years built up my writing skills just in, just in like typical things, you know, writing letters about concerns yeah. and things of that nature, you know, just, yeah. you know, for, like I just found myself steadily having to write to people about, you know, serious matters. And I felt like that, you know, while I was sitting dormant, that was building up my writing skills, you know? So, yeah. you know, I started late writing, you know, I, I realized that I wanted to be a writer late, you know? So to that, I say, to, to all the kids that I that I read to, all the students that I that I meet, um, you know, if if that's what you want to do, I say get started on it right away, you know, because you know it's you know as you as an author, you know, the writing process is something that can be very long anyway, you know, yeah. you never really wanna you never really wanna say it's done because you always want to keep looking back and seeing what you can correct, what you can fix, what you can change, so, you know, I say to that. Get writing early. Get writing as soon as you yes. as soon as you feel it in your heart that that's what you want to do. Yes. Start doing it. Start doing it. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. You know, I think yeah. that's great advice. Uh, like you said, to start early. If it's something that you know that you really want to do and and that God has really called you to do, then you should. You 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 need to start early. You know why yeah. wait? And even if it's just getting a notebook. And just writing down your thoughts, journaling. Yeah. I, I yeah. think it's very important for people to do that because, like you said, it opens the door. That's your start right there. Now, yeah. in regards to your book, Valedictorian, I want you to tell our listeners the genre of your book and the message behind the book that you're trying to portray to the readers. All right. So the book is a realistic fiction. Um because it's a story that can actually happen. And, you know, I, my, my main, my main purpose behind this whole thing, was just to empower early, as early as possible. Um, You know, just to empower them, let them know what that is. Again, you know, you can't strive for something if you don't know it exists. Right. So to let them know that what that is. And I feel like the younger they get that message, the better, because the younger you are, the 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 wilder your imagination still is, you know. If you wait a little yeah. longer to give it to them, you know, just from their experiences living, they may get that message and be like, hmm, I don't know, it's kind of hard, you know. Yeah. But when you give it to them early, a five-year-old, kindergarten, right? You get them this message, the eyes just light up, right? Wow. They're seeing this wow. thing that they learned about this thing, and they're like, what? Validate, hold up. So I'm a student. And you tell me that that's the best student? Well, that's what I want to be, right? You get them that yeah. message early, and that's what they that's what they set in their mind, you know. And that's what they start. That's where they set out to go. That's where they set out to go. Now, again, not to say that they have to be the valedictorian, but if you're trying to be the valedictorian, you're going to definitely be a good student. Well, I you like know? what you so, said. Empower early. Empower early. Like that is so critical. Okay, especially if you look at. The things that are going on today 
in the school. You know, when I was going to school, okay, I think I'm going to tell my age a little bit here, but when <laughs> I was going to school, I never had to worry about anyone coming in, shooting in the school. Oh, gosh. Well, wasn't even a thought. School, you, didn't even, you didn't even think you know, about that. No, at all. <clears throat> you know, you never had to worry about those things. I, 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 let me tell you, I will remember, I, and I was a little girl, and I used to walk to school, and i tell my mother this. I think I never told my mother this until I was actually an adult. And wow. we lived close to the school. I, was, I used to walk to my elementary school, and this is how times have changed. There was a lady that I would encounter every day. I didn't know this lady from Adam. <laughs> and right, I would right. come and talk to this lady. Now you got to worry about kid, people kidnapping your kids. I would right. talk to this lady. I never knew her name. I remember she told me her name was Honey, H-O-N-E-Y, and that's what I knew her as. And I never told right. my parents I used to talk, to talk to this stranger. I was taught not to talk to strangers. <laughs> my right. parents taught me that. But this lady, I would talk to this lady, and I tell you, and she, and I, and I never forgot her. So, and wow. I shared that to just start, and when I told my mother that when I became an adult, and I told my mom and dad, they was like, "What? You did what? what? <laughs> like they couldn't believe me, you know? Right, right. <laughs> but, but I did, and but it just, I shared it to say how different times are now. So empowering early, I don't. That is powerful. That is a powerful statement. A powerful are you, message. Uh, yes. Let me let ahead. me ask you let me ask you a question. Are you familiar with the Wright brothers? Yes. Okay, so as you know, they were uh, they are accredited largely for being the inventors of the airplane, right? Exactly. Now this was a yeah, time yes. this was a time when there wasn't a single thing even flying in the air at the time. <laughs> you know, there wasn't no gliders, <laughs> there wasn't helicopters, there wasn't nothing flying through the sky. You know, yes, these right. guys were yes. were influenced to 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 do that by a toy that they had when they were wow. knee high, knee high. They had a they had a propeller toy, like a helicopter type of toy with a propeller and a rubber band, right? Wow. And they they would they would twist it up and it would fly around the house, right? So they played with <laughs> it so much that <laughs> that it broke, right? And when it broke. <laughs> These guys, these these two little kids at the time, they 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 made another one, right? So wow. fast forward to them inventing the airplane and having the gall yes. to even think about that, and and then to wow. even be the test dummies to be trying to see if they could actually fly, like that was all sparked from when they were children, okay? Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't something these guys wasn't like. Airplane engineers, aeronautic type workers, right. or anything yeah. up in nature, you know. But that wow. experience that they had from when they were young allowed them to create the airplane. That is, wow. to me, it blows your like, mind, right? It does. <laughs> it absolutely does. Like, yeah. you know. Wow. So, so that again just lends to what I'm saying as far as empowering your kids early, right? You, you, you give you know, them the that's information. That's a great example. Yes. I mean, when I when I when I heard that story. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was just like, wow. You wow. know, like to know that they were influenced away. to do something so huge that changed the world from when they were little. You know, that influence wow. came from when that, that thought, that seed was planted when they were yes, little. Yes, there you go. You know, it's so to me, that, 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 yes. yeah, that says to me that, you know, 
that needs to be done more. You know, you, you give your children, you know, you feed into their interests, right? As a yes, kid, I yes. was never really considered, I never considered myself a reader, right? Even though I could read really well, had great comprehension, I would never just pick up wow. a book to say, okay, it's fun time. Let me let me read this book, you know. But yeah. what I've learned in this process, I've spoken to a principal who told me that, Boys read for information, and females mm. read for for fun, for fantasy, like whimsical type stuff. They like to read. Yes, yes. And I'm like, wow, yes. you are absolutely right. Because wow. when it was time to self-publish, you couldn't like if the, if it had self-publishing on the cover, you would have to peel it away from my hands because I'm trying to learn everything that I needed to know to do what I needed to do. <laughs> right? Yes. Now you you wow. would have to peel those books out of my hands, right? But I, you know, I, I just recall being in, in grade school, getting on a bus and seeing my classmates with these books, these thick books, like no pictures, wow. no. And I'm like, what are you? <laughs> that has nothing to do with our yeah. class. Yeah, what's wrong with you, What are you doing? <laughs> You're like, you know, <laughs> like what are you? What are you doing? Right. So, you know, that led me to say to myself now that you know, kids need to be their interests need to be fed. Right? If you yeah, have a like kid that that, yeah. that 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 I don't care what the interest is, it could be ninjas, right? He wants yeah. to be a ninja, you get him books on ninja stars and, and, and ninja techniques, you be, you better believe yeah. he's gonna read that book front front to back. Wow. To back. He's, gonna, he's gonna read that book and then wow. he's gonna be looking for more books like it. Right? So if you feed their interest, you you you, you feed that that need to read. You see you know, that need to read. And, that, that, yeah. that is a true statement, and I think that carries over into adulthood because I look at uh, my husband even, okay, uh, an adult male who doesn't read a whole bunch of stuff, but I interviewed an author, and he had a book that 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 sparked one of, uh, an interest in my husband, and I tell you, he read that book. And, See that? And, even and as an adult, and, right? you know, when you say, yeah, even as an adult. So males read for info. You stating that is, the, that is true to the core. True yeah, I definitely had an aha moment. You don't realize, yes, it, it's definitely an aha moment for me because I've been trying to, you know, you know, our son has a traumatic brain injury. And I've been trying to find things that I thought he would like to read. And, and you know, just nothing grabs his attention. So now I'm going to try this technique. I'm going to ask him, is there something that he wants to learn about, learn how to do? And I'm going to go out and I'm going to find that book for him and I'm going to compare. And I'm going to see just how much of this book he reads. So, Please, I, will, I would love to know that as well. I, I would it. love to know the comparison, yes. please. Wow. I'm, I'm going to definitely keep you in the loop on that because that, that is definitely an aha moment for me. And my grandchildren, sure. um, my daughter, she has three children, a 12, 11, and a 9-year-old. So the 11 and 12-year-old are girls, and they re- now they're all, all three of them, they love to read. So uh, kudos to my daughter, Nashari because she really uh, has instilled that in them. I instilled it in her, and she's still an avid reader as an adult. 
And so even when I, I get that. the kids for the, yes, for, for the summer break, they're reading. They bring their books. And so love just that. looking at the difference in the books that they bring, oh, wow, this is definitely See? one of those <laughs> moments for me. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you I can agree. see I'm excited about it, right? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. And I love wow. it. I love it. Wow. Uh, wow. Because I never paid it. I never paid attention to it until you just said it. And I'm like, yeah, like wow, it was, that is That was the true. same way. It was the same way when the principal said that to me. <laughs> I'm like, wow. wow. I'm like, hold up. That's a grown man, right? I already wrote this book. I'm just sharing it wow. with her. And she, and she just, yes. like, from her 20 years experience, she said that to me. And it was like, wow. You know, so oh, it, wow. it's not that I wasn't, it's not that I wasn't a reader. It's just that I didn't have right. things that interest me, you know? And wow. and if I did, it. I would have made it. that connection. Right I would have made the connection yeah. a long time ago that you know what I am a reader. Matter of fact, let me let me find what I can read right now. <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, and, and I children, tell you, my, and you, my mother is on the line. I'm hoping when I open the lines, uh, I'm going to bring her on because I want to get her feedback on this. You know, being being a retired teacher, I want to yes. hear her feedback on it because I'm going to ask her that question. What you just said. So, Mom, I know you're on and I know you're listening, so get ready because I'm bringing you on this call this morning. <laughs> and, and kudos, again, kudos to your daughter, right, because kids yes. don't do what we say. They do what we do, right? So when they see her reading yes. and, and reading for information and, and excited about information that she just learned from this book, that makes them say, yes. hmm. Wow, you know, and make them want to do the wow. same. They they get their enthusiasm from from you. So if you're not reading books, wow. or if you're not picking up books and and just reading or or, or excited about stuff that you're reading, they're gonna be like, yeah, they're gonna do what you do, right? They're gonna say you you don't read. Good. Yeah, <laughs> you don't read. Now, so, so kudos as, to your daughter. So as a child, as a child, were you an avid reader growing up? I know you said you used to see. You used to see the, the, the kids on the bus <clears throat> bringing these books, and you were kind of wondering. So if it was something, because you opened a new door here, okay? You opened the door right here now. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> because it was, it may not have been something that you wanted to learn, that you wanted to gain information about, then sparked your interest, or were there things that really sparked your interest that, just gra- that you gravitated towards? That, that never happened for me. That, that never, I, like, I didn't just stumble into something that interests me and, made, and, and it made me say, you know what, I want to read this book. Like that whole time, I just wow. thought I wasn't a reader, right? You, you wouldn't see me with my legs folded on the train reading a novel. So I just was like, yeah. you know, I'm, not a, I'm not a reader, you know. Uh, that doesn't seem to be the fun thing to do, I'm, you know. But, um, again, once I w- was looking for, for information, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't peel those books out of my hands. Wow, man! Sure. I, I'm, 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 I'm. You got me. You got me hooked. <laughs> and, and you know what? Let me, let me, wow. let me share this with you too. Um, so I was a really good. I, I was a smart kid. I was, I was in a a school, a gifted and talented school in, in junior high school. Mm-hmm. And but I wasn't really applying myself, right? So I took this test to get into this school, and I got in, and I was there. Wow. With a with with a with a great school, great uh, classmates, and great teachers and staff and all of that, but I wasn't applying yeah. myself at all. Like I 
was just there to wow. be the class clown and have fun. You know, mm-hmm. I, I now I'm in, I live in Brooklyn and I'm going to school in Bushwick. I got to get on a train. This is an adventure. This is fun, right? This is all fun for me. So wow. I didn't become a good student or f- become focused on being a good student until the love of basketball was 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 growing inside of me. Yeah. Like I fell in love wow. with basketball, and and you know I started to get really good at it. And I wanted to be able to earn a scholarship. My AAU coach, Carlton mm-hmm. Screen, senior, Flatbush Youth Association in Brooklyn, New York, pointed out to me very early. Look, you see this guy right here? You see that guy right there that just had 30 points? You see that guy that just had 20 rebounds? Well, you know, watch when when school time starts. He's going to still be right here around the same neighborhood because you can't wow. go, you can't get a scholarship unless you're a good student. I mean, overnight, literally, student. overnight, yes. literally overnight because I had the capability. I just wasn't applying right. myself. Right. So yeah. once I, once I made that connection, it was, it was on like Donkey Kong right from there. It, yes. it was, it, yes. it was, it was on right from that point. <laughs> right. And, 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 wow. and, and the, the class clown, the guy that was leading the jokes, was now the person saying, hey, guys, look, hold on a second. We need to get this information. Yeah. Right? Because, wow. you know, like, that, it, it made that switch for me. So valedictorian does that at an early age for, 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 for everyone because not everyone is athletic, not everyone loves sports, but everyone is in school, and everyone has to be a student. Yes. So if you learn yes. that the best student is, is the valedictorian and, and that they go on to get, get scholarship offers and can go to any school they want to, and then probably get go get another scholarship after that, and get get jobs recruiting them. Then they say, "That's that's it. That's what I want to do," you know. And and once you have that goal in mind, that's what gets you. That's what makes you become a good student. It's not a magic teacher or a magic program. It's that that student. That student wow. is, is what will turn that around, and it's their interest. So whether it's basketball, whether it's getting a scholarship, whatever the goal is. That goal is what turns them turns them around. That is so, amazing. So that's what that's I wanted to powerful. do. Just give them this give them this book. Let them know from an early age that this is the top student. And if you become the top student or close to it, you, you get all these different benefits. You can save your family money and, and, and can graduate college without any loans and, and, and having and being in debt. You know, that's what they're gonna want to yes. do. And once they set that in their mind, then they, they actively go after it. Let's talk about the cover of your book, okay. the pictures, the the the, the yep. message. When you look at the book, what is your goal? What do you want the reader? What do you want to jump off the cover of your book into the reader's mind when they pick up your book and they're looking at it? I want them to see themselves as the valedictorian. I want them yes. to to know that people that look like them can do things like this as well. Not only for them, but I also want the other students to know that, you know, we can can be great students as well. You know, it's not all about yes. the negative things that you see in the news or, or, or hear about in songs. Exactly. Like, we yeah. actually can be valedictorians as well, you know. And I feel like my cover does that. You know, it has a female. Wow. The, the the main character is a female Torian, and she's on the cover and she has her two little sisters looking up to her, you know, as as little siblings do. You know, they always, mm-hmm. again, they, they're inspired by what you do, you know. So I feel like my cover accomplishes that. 
Absolutely. Wow. Um, you know, it just gives them that 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 positive imagery that they need to see. It, it connects with them, and you know, it just lets them know that you know they can be great as well. Wow. Well, this has been great um, thus far. I want to um, thank you. I mean, you know, we're going to continue, but I just want to take a pause right here and just say thank you. You know, you shared a lot and you really shed a lot of light onto uh, one of the, I feel, one of the most important things that we can we can invest in as parents and as our children. And so I want to uh, open up our phone lines. So those that are listening, our phone lines are open. And if you would like to call in and speak with the author or you have a question or a comment, you can dial in um, 657-383-0898. And once you dial in, you can just press the number 1, and it would alert us that you have a question or a comment. So, again, the number to dial in is 657-383-0898. And um, I want you to uh, share... um, there may be, you know, some things that motivate you, that really push you as the author to keep writing, to keep wanting to push the message to the parents, how important it is for us to really understand that children are inspired by what, what they see. So what are some things that motivate you to keep writing? Keep writing for me, I would say the biggest thing would be just parents that, you know, met me uh, 10 minutes ago when they first came to the table to see what this book was about, you know, they learned about what it is and they're like, they're thanking me for, for doing what I'm doing. You know, um, the yeah. smiles from the children when they, they like, no, I want, I want this, I want this book. I mean, like really like coming to the table, bringing, dragging their parents to the table. Like I want, <laughs> mom, I want this book, please. And thank you. Yeah. You know, that's what, that's what pushes me to, to keep doing it. That's what keeps wow. me, you know, motivated to continue doing what I'm doing, and, and just knowing that I'm 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 on my destined path of doing what I'm supposed to be doing as well. Wow. Now that's that's great. Um, again, I want to remind our listeners that our call uh, our lines are open. If you would like to dial in and speak with the author, if a question or a comment, please dial six five seven three eight three zero eight nine eight. Now, at this time, I want to bring in, uh, like I said, because I know she's listening, and because of her background, being an educator, and really having a passion uh, for children and, and making sure that, you know, that they learn, uh, in addition to being a retired teacher, my mom worked in an organization that used to be called Kids, uh, Kids I think it was Kids for Character, yeah. And so one of the main things that they did was, uh, a really mentor young children. So uh, hold on a moment. I'm going to open up the lines. Hello, good morning, Miss Vera. Good morning. How are you this morning? Hey. <laughs> so I know you're listening, and, and I know your ears are itching because I know this is a passion of yours being a, a retired educator. Uh, what do you think? I got a question for you, Mom. What do you think about the statement? that boys read for information and girls read for fun. And that is such a powerful true statement, powerful true statement. And the main thing we all need to remember as parents, let your children see you read, and that will inspire them to want to read. 
And particularly for this time of year, I think back and I just went and pulled a book that my children published in first grade. Wow. Wow. Christmas time. Well, uh, we would, you know, we didn't worry about the spelling because we knew all of them weren't good spellers. But at Christmas time, they were given paper and asked to write about how they would decorate their home for Christmas. Wow. After they finished that, they were uh, asked to uh, illustrate that, to show what their house would look like. And then we compiled that into a book. Wow. And just look on their face to see what they had achieved wow. <laughs> meant everything. And even when we went, you know, I don't know whether most schools do a lot of field trips now, but we would do the same thing. We went on field trips. They would come back and write about their experience that day and compile those into a book. So, you see, wow. children wow. can even write at five and six years old. About oh, yeah. And if they see a parent reading, that inspires them to want to read. If they 100%. see you just sitting down writing, that will inspire them to write. But like Absolutely. you said, boys read for information, girls read for just the thrill of it. Right. Just, yes. It, <laughs> and it's just such a good thing. Like you said, the main thing is to start early, start early, teaching them and inspiring in them the love of reading and writing. And you will see if they start that early and see that drive and learn that drive, they will learn to thrive to be valedictorian. Absolutely, Amen. I agree. Yeah, I will. See that, so that, I yes, have, yeah, just so proud of you for this book that you've written to instill yeah. in them that they can be anything that they want to be and do anything that they want to do if they start early and thrive and just let and them know yes, nothing's going to come easy. Whatever right. yes. is worth achieving, you've got to put some work into it. And yes, they ma'am. can do it, but like you said, the greatest example for our children should be our parents. Yes, ma'am, yes. I agree. I and agree. you instill that in them, and, and and they'll thrive for it. And like you said, if they see, like you did, that somebody else was valedictorian and that really tugged at your heart, give them that will and purpose to want to, to, to do that too. And you yes, will see that... We'll have so many that are thriving for that. We know that there can only just be one, but just the satisfaction of them knowing that they did their best to thrive to get there. That's yes, what it's all putting that in them that they can do. If if somebody else can do it, they can do it too. That's right. So you know, this again, I'm so proud of you for this book. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Guy, would you like to say anything? No, I, I'm just over here shaking my head. Yes, yeah, because she said everything <laughs> everything that's, that I was saying and, and more. So thank you. Thank you for that. No, okay. Thank you, you, for, thank you so much. 
You know, God, that goes right back to what we just said, witnessing the process, right? She just confirmed yeah. that, witnessing so the she, process, she even, your she even took it a huh? step. She even took it a step further <laughs> by, by by making them create their own stuff. Like, as, as yeah. empowered as my children was from seeing me do it, I would believe that they would be a little bit more empowered when they if they do it themselves and they see something that they created, like, Wow. Yes. <laughs> like wow. So you know what? Hey, all that, those kids that, that, turn out that's to be... something you can work on. That may be something Absolutely. a project or something that you know you can I heard you say you homeschool your children. You know, how awesome would that be for for your children to compile an experience that they've encountered and you compile that wow. into a book, walk them through the self publishing process of it, you know what to do mm-hmm. because you've done it. Yes, ma'am. And, and my let oldest them see that in their hands. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So my oldest, she's ten years old. She she does school over the computer. So literally, at at the age of five, she's doing things on the computer that some adults don't know how to do. You know, interacting with her teachers and chat boxes and and uploading things and working on spreadsheets and and things of this nature. Um, yes. You know, I feel like she was inspired by what she saw as well. You know, she actually has her own blog. She's 10 years old. She has a blog. Awesome. Wow. Right? Awesome. She has a blog where she, she is, is about dolls. It's about American Girl dolls. Um, but, you know, she she does, uh, she does, she makes little uh, accessories and things of that nature for them, um, shows people how yeah. to do it. She does, you know, I'm wow. just like, I'm I'm so impressed. My 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 oldest, again, she's 10 now. But when she started kindergarten, when we started her at the homeschool, she was reading on the fourth grade reading level in wow. kindergarten. Awesome. Yeah. You know, so that again, so just from from that early, you always I did, them? I did. Yes, ma'am. I would have if I had to, if I had to go to every every dollar store in the neighborhood to to build up my curriculum. I would have yes. done that because I knew in my heart that that's what I was going to do. It wasn't a question. Um, but luckily yes. I was able to find program, which is a public school program, but, you know, they provide everything for you, all the workbook, all the textbooks, everything, literally. So it's, you know, it's doable. If you want to do that, it's doable because it's there's no charge. There's no charge. Wow, that is you know, amazing. So, yes, yes. Now, I want you to, what, okay, so people that are listening, uh, they, they have to be pumped up and as fired up as I am about this and, and you know, and the things that you, you talked about today. So what words of inspiration and motivation can you share with someone who may be out there listening, um, who just have a heart to do something similar or do the same thing and, and become an author to to write something for parents or for children who, who you know, something, some, some valuable content that can help empower them and enlighten them to be all that they can be, the best that they can be. So what words of inspiration can you share? Simply to just do it. Get it done. Yeah. You know, if, you, if it's in your heart and it's something that you, that you have that you feel is valuable and you want to share it, I say do the research, do your homework, and and um, make it happen. You know, like, I, at, again, I felt like I've always been a good writer, but it wasn't put in my heart until certain things 
happen. Um, the minute you know, I say get going because it's a it's a long process. You know, you wanna you wanna you wanna make it perfect. You wanna you wanna keep correcting it. So I say, just do it. Just do it. Get it done. Yeah. You know, it'll be it'll be very beneficial to you and 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 everybody yeah. around you that that sees what you're doing. That can also yes. be inspired by what you're doing. Absolutely. Now, now, what about upcoming events? So, do you have anything, or you want to share any upcoming events that you want to share with the listeners? Uh, not particularly at this point. I don't really have anything in specific okay. that I would like to share. But again, um, you know, okay. check us out on on uh, on on all the different social medias. Our platforms, yes. you know, we, we I always post what's going on, where I'm at, what I'm doing, what I've done, you know, who I've who I've encountered, and things like that. Um, you can find it at all on my social media, and that is uh, just basically learn to read, read to learn with the number twos on Instagram as well as uh, Facebook. Um, and you can you can you can stay abreast of what's going on with with the the book from this. Okay, great. Now, so uh, I want you to, once again, I want you to share your social media site, share your website, so you can let the listeners know how they can connect with you and how they can purchase your book, because um, I, I really want you uh, make sure you, you put out there how they can connect with you, because I think inviting you to their organizations, to the schools, you know, to just come and speak, speak to the children, to let them know like you just said, uh, you, you gotta you gotta empower early. So make so I want you to share how the readers um, how the readers can connect with you, how our listeners can connect with you, and and most importantly, how they can purchase your book. Absolutely. So again, the best way to connect is always social media. But the website first and foremost is learn to read read to learn dot com. Again, those twos are number twos. So learn to read, read to learn dot com, and that's the same thing on Instagram. It's uh, the handles is learn to read, read to learn, as well as on Facebook. Um, right now we're doing a lot of work. We do a lot of work with schools. We we go into schools. We do reads. We 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 share the message. We we further push. You know, just the message of striving for academic excellence and the benefits of doing that. Um and. They the kids love it. They they love it. The teachers love it. They they you know, it's not very often they get good books that's act, talking about right. academics. You know? So they, right. they love it. Um and, and that's what that's mostly what we do. We go into the schools and and you know, just just spread the message. But um again the website, learn to read, read to learn dot com, Instagram and Facebook, as well yes. as the learn to read, read to learn all the handles. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. So I want to uh, just go back to Ryan Ray to our listeners. Um, you would like to connect with our author here today, uh, Mr. Guy Large. If you would like to purchase purchase his book, or just go check out the website. The website is learn to read read to learn dot com. That's learn the number two read and read the number two learn learn to read read to learn dot com. Now, we are down yes. to our bonus question. Um, before we close out today, I want you to just share with our listeners, what does the word conqueror mean to you? Wow, okay. So that means to me, you know, especially in light of what I'm doing right now, 
Um, if yeah. I can inspire children to be creators, to move through their life as a creator and not just a consumer, that to me will allow them to conquer their path, conquer what they have to do in life. You know, moving through this place, wow. moving through this world as a creator. You know, like if yeah. there's something that you need and it's not and it's not available, you don't just say, Let me let me find the next best thing. You say, How can I create that thing? You know. How do I how do I come up with different ideas to be creative? That to me would be me helping a child to become a conqueror. You know, to be able to wow. face face this this life, this world and everything else that, that is encompassed with that. Wow, this has been an awesome show for today. Uh, just an amazing testament, really, of, of what it means to be the, uh, I guess you would you say, the epitome of an example of what right looks like in the eyes of your child. And so I just want to say thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. And, uh, and I pray that, you know, uh, God's favor continues to just hover over you and just open doors for you that no man can shut. So I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your heart and just sharing your journey with our listeners on today. And I just and I also just want to personally just encourage you to keep pressing forward. You know, keep pressing forward as you make an impact in the kingdom and keep touching and keep touching lives and keep teaching and inspiring those that you come in contact with. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate you, Twyla for giving me the opportunity to share my message. It's been great. I love what you're doing as well. Yes, thank so, you. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you, absolutely. Well, that's it. Thank well, you. thank you again. We just appreciate you for being on today. Uh, we've had an amazing show today. We had uh, Mr. Guy Live, the uh, author of Valedictorian, and I tell you, he shared some light and just have really <clears throat> said some very powerful things today. He shared the, the importance of what it means to empower early, to, to, to witness, allow your children to witness the process of the things that you're doing in life. He says it's very important to teach your children to be creators and not just consumers and that they learn by what they and what you show them. They're inspired by what you do. And so as you feed into that interest, no matter what those interests are, Feed into your children's interests. And, and if you want to groom that interest, you can do that by being the example, letting them see you reading, letting them see you writing and, and feeding your brain and, and taking care of yourself and doing the things, you know, that are positive so that they too can adopt that mindset. In, in the words of Mr. Guyalize, that valedictorian mindset to teach them that they can be all that they can be, and there can only be one valedictorian. So in the striving of becoming uh, the best that they can be, even if they don't hit that mark, you will be, you know, find peace in knowing that at least they will come out, uh, you know, with, with some type of academic excellence. So thank you, guys. Uh, for sharing this morning and being here with us on this morning. I pray that our show has been a blessing to you, and I invite you guys to join us tomorrow night 
7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a special guest, um, author Rhonda K. Smith. She's the author of Comfort in the Scriptures. And we will be here, right here, uh, same place, 7 o'clock tomorrow evening for a very powerful interview. So as we close, I want you guys to remember this. We all know that life can sometimes prevent a series of events that can lead us down certain paths and life that can lead to discouragement, it can lead to frustrations, and it can even lead to destruction. But we must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach out and we reach our limit to what we can do and when we just want to quit on this journey. We can do two things. You can stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, or you can turn back to those familiar things that were never good for you in the first place. Remember, the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for listening in. And remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings and soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Arthur Twyla Reed, your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. For speaking engagements or consultation, please email me at info at or you can contact me by phone at 912-335-3799. Or if you have a testimony of hope and healing, that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Again, you can reach me at info at twilareed.com. Take care. God bless you all. Have an amazing weekend. I love you guys. Until next time. Bye-bye. We're taking it back just a little bit, y'all.
of your life. And I want you to remember who you really are. Your name really is victory. God bless you, everybody.